Hey, good morning, friends. How are you guys? Today is, what day is it? We are on Tuesday. <laughs> We're going to talk about bonding today, you guys. Um, yesterday, I shared with you guys my, you know, facing myself and, you know, asking myself a question. Why did I not confront evil in relationships with people that were closest to me? Why did I just let certain things slide? And I broke that down in yesterday's podcast, you guys. So check that out. I share that with you guys in hopes of you being able to relate to me a little bit. Um, when we talk to each other, we got to be able to speak English. You know what I'm saying? We got to be able to speak from our experiences, things that we've been through, uh, to be able to relate to each other. Okay. We, we relate to people on emotional levels. You know, um, feeling what they feel, having empathy for one another. Like, yeah, I've been there, you know, and not just not just being able to meet somebody intellectually with knowledge. Yeah, that's cool. But we really make an impact in each other's lives when we can just kind of sit there with each other in that way. Of, yeah, I've been there. I felt that before, you know, and so me sharing that with you guys is just uh, my effort to, you know, relate to people out there and connect with you guys on that level. And uh, in hopes of you being able to reflect in your life as well and uh, see, you know, if you maybe struggle in that area and then just asking God to kind of direct your your path as far as like, okay, what's the next step, Lord? How do I heal from this? How do I grow out of this pattern in my life? Okay. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, bonding and being a repair of broken walls and how that begins with you. It begins with us as individuals. And this kind of stemmed from a conversation I was having with my husband this morning. Um we were talking about how the season we're in right now with doing home church, that we are learning to, you know, restore ourselves emotionally and, you know, within ourselves, the things that we've been through, we've all been through together and just individually, you know, um, healing our healing ourselves with, you know, being able to share with each other, our lives and the things that we've been through. And so we're kind of on that journey right now, just healing in, in different parts of our lives and uh really asking god to help us to benefit from the relationships we have with each other um in this season you know creating a, a tight-knit group of people and so you know as i was thinking about that this morning i started asking myself some questions like you know how do we do this how do we how do we become repairs of broken walls how do we become a body of people that can repair what the enemy has wreaked havoc on upon our lives right? How do we do this process? And so as I was asking that, my mind on my whiteboard, because I homeschool, and so I use that thing quite a bit. And I'd written the scripture down yesterday that I was talking with my kids about, and it's in Psalm 51.6. It says, Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. And I was like, you know what, Lord, that is so true, right? God desires truth within us in those innermost parts within our hearts, okay? And through the acknowledgement, you know, being truth, look, you know, looking at reality, looking at things for what they really are, even those things in your heart that you don't want to face, but when you actually face it, God can start to give you wisdom in that place. He can start to help you understand, you know, why you uh, struggle or don't do certain things or you guys get what I'm saying? He can begin to help you see how the thing that you're, you know, hiding from how it's hindering your life and then give you a perspective to be able to kind of bring it all out into the open so you can continue to make progress in your life. So here's the deal. We are to allow truth, 
reality, right? Penetrate the inward part, the heart. Heart and everything that is contained inside of it. Okay? In our heart should be a gate where we let out the good and the bad, right? And that and that's where boundaries are going to come in, you guys. You know, these gates around your heart, which you're going to, the bad you're going to let out, the good you're going to let come in. And that's, that's a whole nother conversation, you guys. Maybe we'll get into that tomorrow since tomorrow's boundaries. Maybe we'll discuss that a little bit more. So when in your life are you feeling isolated, hidden, removed from? Okay. So going back and acknowledging yourself, we talked about that yesterday and today, you know, repairing ourselves right through the relationships that we have with other people and, but acknowledging where you're at in your life, where are you isolated, hidden, removed, right? Where are you isolated from God? Where are you isolated from other people? You know, um, where do you hide yourself? And then ask yourself some questions. Wherever you feel those areas in your life where you know you're doing that, you got to ask yourself, who told you that? What experiences have you had that have shaped that perspective inside you, right? True in the sense of, yes, it happens. You know, that kind of truth. You're, you That did happen. That experience happened. That thing happened. So it forms the way you see things. Okay, so you got to be truthful in that way. But now you got to be able to look at the other side and, and say, okay, the truth is me thinking this way and doing things this way is destroying my life, right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but if I'm feeling isolated and hidden and all of that, I don't have a lot of love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, right? There's a lot of anxiety, there's fear, you know, that mentality breeds those those emotions in us you know even though it feels safe you still have fear and anxiety and stress in your side of your heart right so let me see here you guys so ask yourself the knowledge the things that you're living by excuse me you know how is it affecting your life right now is it stealing killing destroying you and so let's go back Let's establish the truth in the matter that everyone has issues, okay? And things that have left us defenseless in the world. We all have different experiences. This is why we need each other. Because we can all relate to that, right? Every single person. And the truth is we always we don't always know how to recover ourselves. But you guys, here's the cool thing now that we're in Christ. And that he's given us the Holy Spirit, you know, if you believe believe him and you ask right god will give you his spirit to live in you to uncover your life and and dig up the treasure and the talents he's put in you and and help you to see you know the things that are holding you back the fears and stuff that you have inside of you that are keeping you back from life okay we have god's grace in us in its various forms the body of christ which can supply what we lack are we not all God's grace in its various forms? Do we all not have stories? Like I said, it's a hundred million times, you guys, which is so true. We have stories. We have all have areas of our life where God has, you know, redeemed us out of the pit. And we should be able to explain that to other people and use our words and communicate that to others, right? It says faith comes through hearing. Hearing what? Hearing your story, hearing your life, hearing your experiences. 
right? We hear God's word. But what do we read about in the Bible? We read about people who walked with God, the experiences they had with God, right? And that inspires us that you guys, we're supposed to be those people for each other today, right? Talking about our lives, talking about what the Lord's doing, talking about everything, right? Bringing it all out in the open. All right. So that way we can supply with each other what we lack. So let me look at my notes here, you guys. We acknowledge within ourselves the truth of our condition. We ask God to heal and he supplies people and resources. It's just a matter of you being open to truth that will save, right? You could, It's one thing to be open to the truth as far as like, this is why I do what I do. This is why I believe what I believe. I went through this. You can justify it. And that's fine. However, having the courage to say, me thinking and doing my life like this is completely destroying me. And I want to move forward in my life, God. I want to make progress. I want to move into the life you say. You say you didn't come to steal, kill, and destroy, but to give us life that we have it abundantly, that we can experience the fruit of the Spirit in us. We can have love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control that isn't dependent upon the outside circumstances. Help me, God, to reconceptualize the things in my life that have brought me to this place of feeling like you have abandoned me and everybody else has. Kind of like that, that, that victim mentality that God wants us to grow out of, right? Woe is me kind of thing. God doesn't want us to live in that either, okay? So um, it's easier. And you guys, I know this is not easy because um, it's familiar to stay in pain, right? I've been there, you guys, you know? It's easier to stay in pain because we know how it feels and we know what to expect, right? And it, so it brings a sort of security to you because you can predict what's going to happen. You can predict you're going to be miserable, right? So just stay miserable instead of just getting healed and saying, well, if I get healed, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get hurt again, but you know what I mean? You guys get what I'm saying? That whole thing of, well, it's just easier to stay in pain because, you know, if you get healed, you could get hurt again. Well, it's easier just to not get healed and just stay stuck. Right? Well, and it's like, what's the cost of that? You know, anyway, I, I digress. You know all, yeah, and, I, and again, we know all the warning signs and we've trained ourselves to hide. But again, how is that working for you? Okay. So let's, let's, let's have enough courage to tell ourselves the truth and acknowledge where we need repair. Now for me, you guys, as I shared yesterday, that I don't, I didn't always tell the truth in my closest relationships because I would fear abandonment by them, right? And this started my relationship with my mom. I told her the truth, you know, as far as, yeah, I'm talking to these counselors about what's going on because it's bothering me, mom, but that was too much for her. And I think my je my livelihood was going to be in jeopardy, right? They were going to rip me out of my environment away from my mom. Of course, I didn't want that. So now, you know, where did I, and where did I get that from? As I, like I said, my experience as a child, as a child, this formed my beliefs and my relationships. But now I have to work on establishing truth but in a different way, okay? What's the truth? Are all my relationships like that to this day, right? What's, what character do the people have that are in my life right now? Have any of them proven themselves, right? So looking at it objectively, looking at your life objectively, yes, those things may have happened in the past, but is it true right now, right? Do I want my whole life to be defined by just one event? Come on, you guys, that happened when I was young. I was the young kid. You know, I can, re I can, I can learn to do things differently, right? That's the beauty of God's grace. 
Now, if I can acknowledge that it's my fear that's really ruling me, right? My fear of abandonment. I can begin the process of deconstruction and repair, right? In the right way. And not and not with the whitewash, right? You know how whitewashed tombs say, uh, say everything is fine. They say peace when there's no peace. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, everything's fine. You know those people who just don't acknowledge the reality in their life, you know? And I think it was in Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel, when like the false prophets or whatever, you know, they would say peace when there was no peace or they would put whitewash on the walls. You know, they weren't fixing the wall like they were supposed to. We don't want to live that way, you guys. It's destructive to ourselves and it's destructive to the people around them because it gives them a false sense of security, right? I mean, think about it. If, if, the, if the prophets were going to go down or whoever it was, I can't remember you guys. I think it was like Ezekiel 28 something like that. I'd have to look it up for 12. Dang it. Uh, if they were to go down and start working on the wall and actually fixing it like they're supposed to, how do you think that's going to make the people feel, oh crap, why, why are we fixing the wall? Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going down, right? But it would get people back in touch with reality, right? Like we need to fix stuff. We need to be prepared. We don't know when the enemy's coming, you know? And, it, you know, hopefully it would sober people up, right? So it's kind of the same thing in our lives. We can't just say peace when there's no peace and you know not be honest about what's really going on sometimes people can get really comfortable and they're sort of being lethargic you know simply because we're being lethargic if that makes any sense you know you guys get what i'm saying i was looking for that verse for you guys um about the whitewash and stuff i know it's in ezekiel i just don't know exactly where it is um, okay. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. Yeah, anyway, you guys, look up, if you just, like, do a Google, Google search on whitewash, um, I know the scripture will pop up somewhere. That's what I have to do sometimes, you guys, if I don't remember where a scripture is, I'll just get on Google and just type in a word and then it'll, it'll pop up. Yeah, so anyway, I don't want to take too much time on that, you guys, but just look it up somewhere. Um... So, where was I? We were talking about, you know, not being whitewashed, right? Everything is fine. Now, God wants us to build with the raw materials, right? What are the raw materials we need in our life to be able to repair ourselves in a way that's going to be solid, right? What are we going to use? The, the three raw materials, grace, truth, and time. Okay, let's break that down a little bit. What is God's grace, you guys? And this is just from my experiences, you guys. These are things that I've come to understand in my own walk because of all the crap that I've been through, okay? So, you know, this is just things that I've come to learn, you know, and I'm just sharing it with you. So God's grace, okay? What is God's grace? His help and his good will towards us. Through his spirit and through the knowledge available to us through his people, okay? There is 6.8 billion people on this planet that have knowledge that you do not have that you could benefit from if you just opened yourself up to the good that they have to give you right again we'll talk about that in boundaries tomorrow right letting the good in and and take letting the bad out okay so we do that with people right and that's that's the other thing you gotta learn some discernment okay you gotta learn some character character discernment certain things because the deal is you have control on who you let in your life and who you do not 
None of us, right? We don't have to play the victim role and just say, oh, everybody's woe is me. You can develop discernment in your life with relationships with people and figure out, okay, who, you know, what is it? What's that scripture? Me and my husband were just reading this the other day too in Matthew 10, when he was sending out the disciples and they didn't, they weren't going out with anything at first. And he goes, well, search for a worthy person. Do you guys have the discernment to look for worthy people in your life? Do you know what they look like? If not, a really fantastic book to check out is Safe People from Dr. Henry Cloud. Oh my gosh, you guys, that will give you so much insight. As well as it's going to challenge you too, because it's going to force you to look at maybe some of your unsafe patterns that you have. And you're going to grow in that way, right? But you guys understand, that's what true wisdom is, right? Wisdom is knowing and being able to see clearly and being in touch with your motives and your intentions and operating from that place from the inside out. That's that's what wise people do. They look at their motives, their intentions, even if they know that they're not good, they acknowledge them and they say, okay, how do I have a better outcome with this, right? How do I, uh, you know, have a good outcome with what I want to do in my life, you know, and doing it right before the Lord, okay? Because God's the one, he's the one who gives us true wisdom, you guys, but it has to be done from a place of truth acknowledging where we're at but anyway so god's grace right the, the things that are available to us the, the the people and resources we have to open ourselves up to you know um to repair ourselves okay now what's the other one what's the second ingredient truth what is truth truth is just reality you guys reality in the context of your life truth of the experiences that shaped you and the reality that that shouldn't that shouldn't define your life Okay, my life, as I said earlier, you guys, it shouldn't be defined by one moment. Oh, that thing that happened to me when I was a kid and I have fear of abandonment. So I'm going to take that into every single relationship and think everyone's going to abandon me and just completely, you know, forsake everything good that God could provide for me through that relationship. Even though that person just came into my life, I don't have any experience with them. I don't know them. You know, uh, I've been praying for God to send good people into my life, but I'm still going to live in the past, right? Come on, you guys, we got to be able to be able to, the cool thing about being an adult is we can look back that way and we don't have to stay stuck we can acknowledge it and we can move on and we can grow from it and we can change so truth truth in the context of these the the experiences that you've had the beliefs that you formed from those experiences and then how those beliefs are impacting your life today whether it's good or it's bad just simply acknowledging it being truthful with yourself allowing yourself to walk in reality you guys okay facing reality not living in denial Okay, that's truth. Now, and the last third ingredient, you guys, that we need is time. Because everything takes just that. It takes time to be to be restored, okay? And to own yourself in this way. And then to bring it out into the open with others. That takes time. Alright? We need we need it emotionally to process and grieve things that are holding us back. Okay, what is grief? Grief is just accepting the reality. So truth, truth is reality, and then you need grief to so you can accept it. Grief of, you know, mourning or uh, letting go of a season, a person, an event, an experience, right? Accepting it's over and giving yourself space for the new. Okay, that's why we need grief in our life, you guys, because the truth is things are going to come in and out of our lives, you guys. We live in a fallen world. Everything we in our life is not made to be forever at this point, right? It's God says the only thing that's going to go forever is his word. And so, you know, if he's building us up on the inside, the things that God is building us up in within ourselves will be the things that remain. But not everything remains. All right. Seasons change, you guys. Winter, spring, summer, fall. Look outside. 
things are changing. Things are going to change in your life, right? Different people are going to be in and out. Seasons, like I said, seasons, all this kind of stuff. So we got to get comfortable with that. Okay, because when God's bringing in the new, he's going to take the old out. So if you always hold on to the old, you're not going to give yourself space for the new. And you're going to be sitting there frustrated, bitter with God when you just didn't know how to grieve. You guys, I didn't know how to grieve. I didn't even know what grieving was. I thought grieving was just feeling sorry when somebody died. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but grieving is something you experience anytime you face a loss, right? Any kind of loss in your life. It's not just when somebody dies. A loss of relationships loss, like I said, loss of a season, loss of anything, any type of loss, anything you have to accept that you have to let go of. Okay. We have to learn how to grieve you guys. And grieving is normal. And you know, back in the day, uh, cause I was looking this up this morning. I was like, you know, was there, what was the grieving period even in Bible times? And I think when Moses died, it was 30 days, right? The, the, there was a, I forget what they called it. Um, it was like Deuteronomy 34, I think it was, but, um, it was the the time oh yeah the time of weeping and mourning after and that was 30 days after moses died um and other there was other times when it was seven days for certain people and this or that but just giving yourself the time right there's a reason why god you know gives us these cycles and we need to be able to recognize if you're in one right or maybe you've been dragging it on because honestly 30 days that was it right and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be insensitive, you guys. I'm just saying, don't grieve your whole life away, okay? Don't grieve for 90, 100 years of your life. You know, if you get to make it to 100, you might. Who knows? You know, take care of yourself long enough. But, okay, 80, 85 years, whatever. Are you really going to grieve your whole life away like that? Just live in the state of grief because you there's one thing that you just couldn't let go, right? I mean, pinpoint that one thing in your mind right now that you just don't want to accept, right? And start grieving that. Say, you know what? 30 days, Lord, help me to get over this, right? I mean, that's what I need to tell myself, even with the things I've been through. It's like, Ashley, you need to grieve the fact that, okay, yes, you had abandonment. You had abandonment issues or you have abandonment issues, but start really getting serious about, you know, letting go of, you know, those things that have shaped you in that way, right? Letting go of the fear of abandonment. Why the heck would I want to hold on to the fear of abandonment for my whole life, y'all? No, I don't. It's going to sabotage my relationships with the people that I'm really, really close to. Right? So I want you guys to think about that in your own life. Um, are you giving yourself uh, a way to extended grieving plan? Okay? Like 30 days? Cool. Not 30 years. Not 40 years. Like, find that one thing in your life that you need to accept and start working through that process. Okay? And so, I just turned my page, you guys, so if it's all loud and obnoxious. Oh, and that was the other thing I wanted to bring it to you guys really quick. In Ecclesiastes, this is really, really good. Uh, what chapter is it? Dang it, Ashley. Why don't you ever look this stuff up? I do look it up, but I just didn't write it down, you guys. I apologize. So it was in Ecclesiastes. Let me see if I can find it for you really quick because I got my Bible sitting here on my lap. Let me see if I can find it for my friends out there who want to look this up. Because, you know, I, I appreciate that myself. When people are talking to me about stuff that they read in the Bible, I'm like, hey, where did you find that? You know, I want to be able to look that up and, and study it, you know, because God wants us to to do our due diligence, not just somebody looking up the scriptures and telling us, but us being able to go back to it and say, okay, Lord, how is this true in the context of my life? All right. So Ecclesiastes chapter eight, verse six, it says, for there is a proper time and procedure for every matter. 
though a person may be weighed down by misery. Did you just hear that, you guys? There is a proper time and procedure for every matter. Though a person may be weighed down by misery. Why would you be weighed down by misery? Well, it's one or two things. You don't got the proper procedure, or you don't have the proper time, or you don't, you ain't got both, right? So if there is a proper procedure and time for every matter, God gave us the wisdom to establish that in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys are weighed down by misery right now, I want you to ask yourself, what am I lacking? Do I not have the right procedure or the right time? Have I maybe given something too much time? Right? Like I said, in, t in the context of grieving, not grieving 40 years of your life for something that's happened. Right? Okay. My mom abandoned me. Okay. Am I going to be defined by that thing for the rest of my life? Or am I going to walk through and find the proper procedure for healing? Opening myself up to people, you know, safe people. Again, we got to learn character, right? Not everybody out there is wants to help you in this way. And we're not going to talk about that on this podcast, but you know, having discernment that God will bring those right relationships into your life. So how are we going to repair walls? How are we going to become repairs of broken walls? The three ingredients, grace, truth, and time, right? With ourselves and with other people. Okay. That's how we're going to be repairs of broken walls is it's going to start within ourselves first. And then as we go through this process, it's going to benefit others. And I was thinking about this to you guys and I better hurry up. It was, you know, the wall, I think it was like Jeremiah or something. Everybody was responsible for the wall that was right in front of them, right? A section of the wall. Okay. And if everyone took full responsibility for their section of the wall that was in front of them, everything was fine. Right. But what happens these days? You know, let's just put, let's put this into like a real life thing. Everybody else sometimes can be so concerned with fixing someone else's wall that you leave your part very vulnerable to attack. If you just work on what you're responsible for, your injuries, right? Yourself, and everybody does that, then everybody can be protected, if that makes any sense, right? Because you're taking full responsibility for your weaknesses, or not your weaknesses, because we're always gonna have them. How the heck are we gonna relate to anybody who don't have weaknesses? But if you take responsibility for your injuries that you've had, and how your injuries are hindering your relationships, and build yourself up with those ingredients we just talked about, then you're gonna be able, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make yourself vulnerable and you're not gonna make other people vulnerable. Vulnerable to, you know, you, if you don't work on your injuries and you're part of the wall and somebody else is, you could leave them vulnerable to you attacking them because you haven't been healed yourself, right? Or someone attacks your part of the wall and then that affects them because you didn't do your job, right? So we're all responsible for looking at our our walls in front of us that need to be repaired, our our wounds, things we need to take responsibility for, and do that for the sake of the people that are living around us, to not make them vulnerable to those same things. Because as we repair ourselves, we can actually give that wisdom and give that perspective to the other people around us. Give it to our children, right? Give it to our close relationships. Give it to the people that God will put into your life that need to hear what you have to say. Okay, you guys? So. That's all I have for y'all. I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome rest of the day tomorrow. Because I, I need to write this down. Uh, we're going to talk about boundaries and how they're supposed to be gates. Right? Letting the good in and the bad out. And, and discuss that a little bit, you guys. I think that would be a really good topic for boundaries tomorrow. So let's dive into that tomorrow, you guys. I hope you have an awesome rest of the day. Check out my page on Facebook. 
daily encouragement with Ashley Campbell, where I do food for thought Friday. I just do a live video kind of trying to encourage you guys there. And it's a way for you guys to connect with me in another way. Uh, you guys can comment and we can talk. Um, as well as Soul Food Sunday with my husband Scott on YouTube on Sundays. That's when I just, you know, ask him to share with you guys the things that he's talking to us about. And it's his perspective. And so it's kind of cool because it's both of us. You can get to know my husband a little bit and kind of, uh, you know, the different things that are shaping me as a person. And just, it's just another side of who I am and, you know, getting to know him and, and really kind of, like I said, it's just another perspective. And so you guys can check that out on Sundays. Uh, don't forget to don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast, you guys. When you do that, you just tell everybody else out in the world that hey, this is good content. We want this in front of people. This is this is good stuff. This this is beneficial. Uh, we need to other people need to hear this. So when you just simply rate it, leave a review, and uh, it boosts up the algorithm. So I need your guys' help with that, you know. So, but if the podcast sucks, like you can tell me that too. Drop in the comments. Like everything helps, right? You know, I'm I'm learning to be receptive to, to feedback in that way. You guys, as I shared with my friend yesterday, I was like, I have, I'm like terrified of people's like being criticized. Like I'm always all waiting for that. Anytime someone messages me anything, I'm like, oh man, they're just going to tear me up. Right. And so I've built myself up in that way, which could kind of be a good thing because you know, it's like, uh, yeah, okay. I can learn to take feedback. But then at the same time, it's just the anxiety about it. Sometimes gets a little overwhelming, but anyway, you guys, Seriously though, I need your guys' help. So comment, rate it, share it, you know, put it out there for, you know, if, if it benefits you, if not, then don't do it, right? But if it does, I need your guys' help with that. So anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for all your time today. I hope and pray this encouraged you in some type of way. Have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you all tomorrow.